Well, good morning and welcome to the church office. Uh, today, I've got the privilege of interviewing John Trescott, who is known to many of us as really the uh, church administration guru. Uh, John, you've got years and years of experience and we're really looking forward to interviewing you. So thank you for joining us today. Yeah, it's great to be here, Gavin. Thanks. I'm on a number of different forums, John, and, and it's lovely to see um, people just posting and reposting your material that you've got on your website, or uh, they talk about your experience or training that you've done. Um, so, you know, we're really grateful to get the opportunity to be able to talk with someone who's been in this a long time in the game, I suppose. Uh, I'm, I'm geriatric now. Um, <laughs> looking at my face alongside yours, I feel my age. Uh, well, you're looking healthy, definitely. Well, I'm still, as, I'm still as passionate and excited about church administration as I ever was, so yeah. but that hasn't yeah. diminished. Yeah. The body may so fail, but um, the enthusiasm doesn't. So, John, tell us a little bit about your experience of Christian ministry. And, and you, you know, you've got a long history of, you of serving churches, both in a role and then, you know, serving from outside churches as well. Oh, you'd be bored stiff if I give you the um, whole life's history. Very, very, very briefly, um, I started off after uni as, as an engineer. This is going back some years now uh, with transportation, which I love. Okay. But I was doing Christian admin work in my spare time. I was running a trust fund. And it, God spoke to me over a year or two and, and said, why not switch the, the part-time voluntary in, um, work for your day job? And the yeah. day job becomes your interest. And so that's what happened. And I joined Scripture Union um, as administrator for their school's work. Okay. I did that for five years. Um, met a wife in, in the process, working in the same office. Um, and then went on to... Uh, uh, a church where I spent three years as what would be called an operations manager today. That term hadn't been invented very really in those days, yeah. um, but doing sort of senior administrative work um, for a, a large London church. But people were coming to me at the time and saying, well, this is interesting. We, 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 don't, we don't, haven't seen this kind of appointment before. Uh, how does it work out? And so then the idea came to set up something that would actually help not one church, but a whole range of churches. Yes. Uh, and we started something called administry. Now, administry yeah, yeah. is a word that puts two things together, administration and ministry. Yeah. And for many people in, in Christian work, those two are poles apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but because I believe passionately that, the same, that they have the same root and they are the yeah. same thing. Yeah. And therefore, the word administry we coined to sort of put the two together. And that started off with just me in a spare bedroom, in a very small spare bedroom in our little three-bed house. Um, but grew over the 18 years I was with it to six of us on the staff or so. Wow. Um, and doing a whole range of projects with churches for administration. We, we eventually launched a training ministry and then we set up a, a consultancy work with that too. Oh, amazing. And I mean, that's incredible uh, administry. And, and I'd love to hear a bit more about your perspective on kind of, because most of the time kind of, church administration isn't seen as a leadership gift is it it doesn't seen as a kind of ministry uh it doesn't have the same kind of value i suppose uh, in lots of different churches and and you were right at the start of that you know changing that whole idea that whole concept there okay well i suppose what what we were longing to do was to change a culture in, in the whole yeah. of the uk in those days the idea of church administration was was completely new Mm -hmm. um, one or two very large churches had an administrator, but that was a okay. that was something for the really big churches and, and a very strange idea for most churches. Yeah. The yeah. minister did the administration. Yeah. Now in, in the States, it was different. There they had professionalized everything. Yeah, and do, there was yeah. very much more a highly professional administrative operation. But that was in an American culture. And what was available in this country was was magazines and books from America that were wrong culturally for the UK mm -hmm. yeah. so my longing was to set up equivalent but good structures and systems on administration in the UK yeah. that fitted the culture yeah. but also fitted a biblical model of administration didn't go into this big business sort of side of things too much yeah 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 and you, you clearly identified uh, you know the spiritual gift that church administration is and and you know in Paul's list isn't he, he lists a number of them not necessarily in a priority order but but they're, they're all there to benefit the church as a gift of help. Yeah, and, and I always talk about 
gifts plural of administration yeah. because there's yeah, no yeah. i mean we all know that lists of gifts in what romans 12 1 corinthians 12 ephesians 4 yeah. and 1 peter and so on are, are sort of examples of gifts mm-hmm. they aren't sort of a, a complete list yeah and in 1 corinthians 12 there's listed uh, the gift of well it's it was translated in the niv administration or administrators mm-hmm. they've changed it now um and the idea is much more of leadership and governors, but there's a yeah. gift beside it called helpers. Or help. Yeah, 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 it's lovely, um, isn't it? Yeah. And, and that's, your, that's your basic administration gift, I think. Yeah. We, the, the original word gives us the word rota in this country. Yeah, yeah. Um, those who take their turn. And, and so I talk about gifts of administration because to me there's a spectrum from, from the lowly sort of putting the chairs out for the meeting through to the leadership responsibility of operations yeah. and structures yeah. and systems you know, designed for a church that are appropriate to let gospel work go forward. Yeah. And so I, I just love the idea of there's a whole range of gifts in the administrative sphere, organisational sphere. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think one of the jobs that I've you know, got a real passion for is, is helping people who are, are doing you know have got gifting right across that spectrum to make the connection to the gospel so when you're laying the chairs out or you're doing these practical tasks that actually you are participating in a in a very practical way to the gospel ministry going forward exactly. um, and people don't make those links very quickly do they and easily well if, if i'm at a conference I mean, what i want to do in the evening is go around the conference room straightening the chairs yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I don't mind if people laugh at me for that, you know, but but my gift says I want people to come into here the, tomorrow morning yeah. um, and, and forget about the chairs and listen yeah. to the speaker. Yeah. Uh, and they'll they'll worry about the chairs in their store over the shop and, uh, and don't look tidy. So, I, 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 you know, OK, I laugh at myself. Don't worry. Yeah. I, I'm passionate about everything from the chairs yeah. and the drains yeah. and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Right the way through to structures, systems, uh, yeah. enabling leadership to flourish in a church. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I've got a thing for chairs as well. So uh, and now we've got to do them two metres apart. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I've got a two metre stick that we use and uh, yeah. you know, they laugh at me when I'm, uh, you know, measuring and checking everything's been. Oh, solid. I'm delighted that they laugh at you too, Gavin. Oh, uh, yeah. The person they all laugh at chair ministry they call it for me so uh, yeah it's like my side gift here laying out the chairs and laying out rooms the best that you can because you, you, all these things do make a difference you know how people feel the flow you know people uh, coming in and, and hearing the gospel not being distracted all all these things have to be thought about and, yeah. and the, those details need to be and what i want is for people not to know that anybody put the chair straight yeah yeah um, yeah. Or they're concerned quietly to the speaker, or or taking part in the worship, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the fun of being an administrator. You, I often say that good administration is invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't be aware it's there. Yeah. 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 So if you want right. to be a great big um, leader and, and and famous person, don't come into administration. It's not the yeah. ministry for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a behind the scenes work. Um, yeah. God will give the glory. God gets the glory and, 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 and will reward. Absolutely right. Yeah. I, I just love that perspective. It's a great, great reminder, John. Absolutely great. So from administry, then you've you've set up this, you've got six people working for you. You're serving UK churches with with a perspective on church administration in Christian ministry. And you've started then developing a consultancy and training business. Was that just a heart to go? I see a real need for churches to to have this kind of support. Well, we were so excited about what we were doing. Um, training came naturally. I mean, we used to train. Yeah. This, is, this is going back to the 1980s and 90s now. Um, and what we, we did a lot of training in welcome. How do you organize a good welcome in a church? Yeah. In communication, how do you get things across in a church? Uh, long before you know, the internet came along and things like that. Yeah. Uh, we, we were yeah. doing stuff like that. And consultancy, we were helping churches. It was really easy stuff in those days. You know, they, they had these new inventions called a photocopier or, <laughs> or, a, or an answer phone, which we call voicemail now. Yeah. Um, yeah, these were new inventions in those days. And should a church have one and what should it do with one? How to use uh, it, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry, this dates me completely. No, it's we've great. Come, I love we've it. come a long way. We've come a Here long we are way. on Zoom and we're talking about yeah, yeah. Uh, photocopiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, the idea of actually having something like this would have been unthinkable in those days. 
Um, so that was that all developed up until, um, and I moved on from Ed Ministry in 1999, still going back a long way, and set up as an independent, self-employed consultant yeah. and trainer for churches yeah. in what I call all creative organisation. I love that. Yeah. So not just administration, but communication, management, yeah. uh, planning, all that side of church life. Yeah. But yeah, wanting to show it's a spiritual ministry, wanting to get people excited about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and loving it myself. Yeah. I just, I do love your passion. I absolutely do. It really just, yeah, flows out for you. And, and, and it's, it's just put in the right place. It's, it's brilliant. Um, and so from, from here then, you've done church consulting and then you've set up UCAM and begun a process of setting up a network, I suppose, because, I mean, one benefit that I've had hugely is connected with other churches. You go and speak to someone in the same role as you're doing. You go and see their building, you see their staff, how they operate. Man, I've just learned so much from those times. And, and I suppose that was what the heart was for you, Can, was it? Yes. Um, let me, I have to go right back to administry days to explain this. Okay. Back in the 1980s, we set up something called in administry called the Church Administrator Resource Centre. Our okay. work was with churches in general, with leaders and with administrators, but we had a special niche for people employed as administrators. Okay. Anything from a receptionist, a part, very part-time receptionist, secretary, through to an operations person. Yeah. They weren't called that in those days. And we set up this, so we had a network then, and we, I remember in 1983, do you remember it well, Gavin? Your young <laughs> I, three three um, years old then. <laughs> <laughs> we ran our first conferences for people employed as church administrators, one in London, one in Leeds, and we had about 20 to each. And that was the first time any of them had met another administrator, wow. yeah, paid administrator in a church. And wow. um, it was really exciting. So we got that off the ground. Well, that rather, when I left that ministry in 1999, that ministry kept going for another few years because I wasn't leading it at that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but then rather collapsed from lack of money. Okay. So people came back to me more recently and said, couldn't you set up something like that thing for church administrators again? So I think it was in um, 2009, I yeah. set up UCAN as part of my professional consultancy work, UK Church yeah. Administrators Network, um, and started writing around to churches saying, I think you have an administrator, you know, here's something they could join. Yeah. And it was really hard work, but gradually it caught on. And all the time I was thinking, I must hand this over because you know it needs somebody more permanent as I get older to take this on. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for people with the same passion and vision and gradually they came into sight. So in 2017, I handed that over to a new team of five um, directors, yeah. um, four of whom I think are still there now, two of them are executive directors. Yeah. And they're doing, uh, so I, I left that completely to them mm. and said goodbye to that. Mm. Um, and it has been wonderful to see people with, with tech ability, which I don't have, taking yeah. that forward in new and exciting ways. And that's growing still. There were about 1,300 members when I handed it over. Okay. And I think that's grown quite a bit since. Yeah. And I'm just so excited to see that going forward. It's it's brilliant. And, and I, th I think... Um you know your work for over 20 30 years to to establish the you know ministry and then to establish you can it is is remarkable john you know i think you know just you know want to say thank you to you and the hard work that you've done because i know i've benefited benefited from you can i know a number of churches have um and i'm based in wales where it's been i have never came across you can until this last year you know i've i came across um your site and I, I remember picking up the phone and giving you a ring and saying hey you know i've i've just found you you know i've uh because uh, because in some ways when you're a big church and, and we're relatively big church you you kind of just crack on with what you're doing and, yeah. and you're serving and and you know if people come and ask you questions then you you love to serve but you don't no actively go out and join it's always been a problem for me because some of the biggest churches didn't want to join things like that oh, really? they said, because they said well we, we don't need it we, we've got everything we need and I, I was screaming at them but other yeah. churches do need your expertise and experience yeah. Yeah. because we need those who've been somewhere along this and who can afford a full-time administrator yeah. to help yeah. those who can only afford a sort of 10 hours a week administrator to see how it can work yeah yeah it it it, it yeah, I can absolutely see that. Yeah, and and I certainly got on the phone as soon as I kind of found out about UCAN, and and I've been developing the church office, saying, 
you know churches you know some of the big churches we know and relate to get get involved in this you know get involved in the cutting edge conferences and and some of the training and, and the opportunity to get on the the facebook forums there's so much activity on there every yeah. day of churches interacting because of you can and, and and it is great and there's one bit of you can i'm still involved with and that's the distance learning course they have they have a management distance learning now uh, mm-hmm. the seniors uh thing but i um uh, lead a group of four tutors okay. for a distance learning course for very ordinary church administrators you know this is not okay. the management side of things this is the day-to-day uh, okay. practical ordinary church administrators and we have this distance learning course um, and it's it's wonderful to see how excited some people get at, at the material yeah. that we're given on that and the assignments yeah. they have to complete yeah. and we as tutors just love helping to, to see an administrator blossoming and realizing this is yeah. a spiritual ministry and then seeing how the secular world um, does administration what we can learn from that what applies and what does not apply in a yeah. church and it's that yeah. distinction that's so important yeah absolutely right yeah because I, I think a lot of churches in wales would would see church administration as a kind of a business thing like you're saying and would be quite anti it as if it's not a spiritual thing um, and I've come across that a few, with a few churches here where we've had to sit down and have conversations that actually this is a spiritual gift. And, and what, what is available in the business world is actually a means of grace from God that we can draw from. Now, we're not going to adopt some of their principles, but we can adopt some of their methods and some of their practices. And uh, it does take a bit of discernment sometimes, but, but often it's, it's helping you know, tools that are available in the business world actually become very useful in our world, you know. And, and when we first, when I first started, um, administration was usually done what we would say now very badly in churches. Okay. And that didn't matter because it was a voluntary society sort of thing, you know. And, mm-hmm. yeah. But now quality matters. Yeah, it does. Safeguarding, just think of the quality you require in safeguarding. Uh, massively. Yeah. Um, but think of also the policies that you have to have and show. Now, in, in my day, none of that was around at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Safeguarding hadn't been invented. Policies, the idea of having policies on everything and, and health and safety didn't exist. Yeah. Risk assessments, I don't doubt, um, exist. Yeah. So there is a lot more administration to be done, but we need to do it well. And that's where we need to learn from the world how to do things well. Yeah. We may have a different value system. Yes. And it's then saying, hang on a second, I, 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 some people have to unlearn what they've learned administratively mm-hmm. in the world when they come into a church. And part of my problem often is, is church councils or even elders or deacons who are steeped in administration and organization in their secular job mm-hmm. then have to actually unlearn some of that yeah, yeah. to work out how it works in the family of a church. I mean, think of the metaphors for a church in the New Testament, a family, yes, yeah. an army, a yeah. body. You know, it, yeah. it's not quite the same, but the quality, the need for quality is what's the, what is the same. Yeah, absolutely right. And the quality with people, isn't it, as well as just having systems in place. Oh, you know, uh, so not not just building rotors, but actually building teams and, and, and all well, of that. So often churches have what I call a rotor culture. Mm-hmm. You serve on a rotor and therefore you turn up every fourth week and do your stuff and go away yeah. again. Yeah. What we need to have is a team culture. And the whole New yeah. Testament is of letters written to very small churches on the whole, which yeah. are very similar to teams yes very about much how to look at all the one another verses in the new testament yeah. there's about 50 of them oh there's loads isn't there yeah love one another encourage one another serve one another yeah and we need to get that culture of team working yeah which the, the world often pays lip service to I and mean, the national health service talks about teams but they're often not yeah um yeah. and we as christians have got we've got the the basic manual in the new testament for teamwork yeah, absolutely right. Every people. member ministry is absolutely right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, each member playing a part and and yeah, being successful in that. Now, the scripture talks a lot, doesn't it, about um, pastors equipping the saints for ministry, um, and and there's a role there, isn't there, for church administrators in what we're saying here? I think well, there's there's two things. One what I call the principle of release. The work of an administrator for me, one of the key things is to release others for the frontline ministry that they are gifted in. Mm-hmm. And for me as an administrator, I get 
real excitement out of seeing a frontline ministry flourishing because I've taken stuff off them yeah. that they probably couldn't do that well and didn't yeah. have the passion for and was slowing them down and stopping them doing the work of an evangelist, a minister, a pastor, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you name it. Yeah. So what I call the principle of release is, is one major thing for administrators. And that's where there can be real job satisfaction in that behind the scenes work. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing is we need, if you are a paid administrator, we need to be training others up to, to grasp the, the value of this gift and yeah. to see their future. And um, I'm, I'm longing to see, you know, new people coming through in their teens, 20s, 30s who, who, who get a glimpse of this, this yeah. passion and vision. Yeah. For, for a real work of God. In the old days, ministers used to say, well, there are spiritual gifts and there are mm, practical gifts, mm -hmm. condescending practical gifts. Yeah, very much so. Um, St. Paul would have none of that. You yeah. look at the order in which those gifts come. Yeah. Those helping and administrative gifts come in the middle of a list of very exciting gifts. Yeah. It's not as if there's a second tier yeah. or a yeah. championship you know, after a premiership yeah. or something like that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. they're, but they're different. One's front line and one's behind the scenes. Oh, yes, they're different. Yeah. But let's get let's allow gifted people on the behind the scenes stuff to be allowed to be passionate. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I love what you're saying about your passion for, for 20s and 30s to come into this role. And I think we've seen in our culture here in our church, actually, that by me being in post and it being valued by the senior pastor that actually it's broadened the understanding of uh, Christian ministry. So actually it's not just about a, a preaching teaching pastor who, you know, cares and does counseling and that, that kind of role, but actually it's a lot broader. So you can be in full-time ministry and serve in as a church ministry in just a huge variety of different ways. Um, and I, I love the fact that there are young people in our church who are, are seeing it and going, Oh, I'd love to do something like that in the future. Um, how can I begin to start to learn, you know, take me on this journey with you. Yeah. So I can pick up and learn, you know, what you do day to day. Well, give them some chairs to straighten. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I mean, get them in on the, on the, on the basic stuff, you know, there's yeah. a loo, go and clean it, you know, Yeah. Um, because John, that, that's how you learn. That's where you go. John, I've got one of these other things where we've got this, um, we've got a huge hall that seats, I don't know, about a thousand people. And uh, we've bought this extra wide, um hoover and it's wonderful you know when you got the nice straight lines in your grass well this hoover <laughs> will straight line the carpet yeah. and i it's it's added to the chair ministry these lines getting these lines straight and uh, i came in one day and the maintenance team before church on sunday had actually done crisscross ones which you know totally <laughs> threw me <laughs> so hang on this is sunday morning we can't we can't have it looking like this but uh, uh, yeah i would love to great. Come lovely there and see that yes um, i was working with a, a group of administrators a, a year or, or so ago and I said to them, you know, look, if you're geekish like me, you, you, you're just passionate about straight lines and, and yeah. everything being neat and tidy. And I said, but if you come to our house, the thing I do last thing at night is go around and straighten the cushions on the sofa before I go to bed. <laughs> My wife thinks I'm crackers. <laughs> and, and, and there was a lady there who, who said, um, immediately she said, I, I, I'm one better than that. She said, when I'm in a friend's house, I go around straightening their pictures on the walls. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah, I love that, that obsessive need, nature. Yeah. We need to laugh at ourselves. We do, we do. Yeah, we have to take uh, yeah, take ourselves too seriously. I did a podcast the other day, John, on just mistakes and, and things I wish I'd known right before I'd kind of taken on the role and uh, and, and interacted with another church administrator. And, and we just laughed our heads off of, you know, <laughs> errors and things that we've done wrong, things that you learn. And, um, you know, it's... Yeah, you don't have to take yourself too seriously. You can enjoy the gospel and enjoy your role, can't you? Um, well, that, so, this is what's different about most people's um, view of administration. To, to most, it's dull, it's boring, um, it, it's deadly serious. Yeah. Um, but I've tried all my life to introduce this creativity into it, this creative yeah. streak, and to say we serve a creator God. Yes. If he could create the world, surely he could create administration to be fun and, and interesting yeah. and, and, and innovative. Um, and, and, and that's sort of been at the heart of much of my ministry, trying to think, what's the standard way of doing this? Mm. 
what's the opposite way of doing that? Just to make me think outside the box. Is there a different way of doing it? Yeah, I love that. And that may be how we structure a church. It may be how we lay out the chairs, you know, or, or, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you're in a role, sometimes it takes, I suppose, a, a number of years or, or that confidence, that relationship to be built with those that you're serving alongside, that there is room for that, isn't there? So I know for me, the guys on our team have, have gone, right, you love Christmas, you love to organise things, you love to gather people together. Um, you know, so I put a, a six metre high, uh, you know, giant Christmas star on top of the roof and got it custom made and sponsored by a local firm and and you can see it from about three miles away John it's just and you know and people think you're a church administrator why are you doing you know why are you thinking about Christmas decorations and being creative but but it's now a talking point across the whole city they say have you seen that church with that giant star on their roof like what are they doing um you know let me tell you about Jesus because you've interacted uh, with the star and come on a Sunday, you know, come to our carol service or something. So there are great things like that, isn't there? There's room to create and think. And, and, and that's one of the passions that I love about church administration. Every day is different and you can bring all the gifting you've got to play yeah. in the field, you know, in your playing field. Yeah. We, we need to get away from this image, this, this rotten image that administration has. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I've spent my lifetime doing. Um, in, in, in what I teach, in what I train, in what I write, yeah. um, and saying that there's, you know, there's, there's a colourful world we live in. Administration yeah. is just as colourful. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. use the colours. Yeah, I do love that. I think that's, uh, yeah, that's that's so great. So great indeed. Um, so, John, have you seen a connection o- over the time where, where, where a church has had somebody in place or good church administration, have you seen the connection between that church really thriving and going forward? Because we can say, you know, a church won't grow or move no. forward without good church administration. We can talk about it as a, as a theory, but have you seen that in practice? What have you seen? I talk a lot to ministers because a lot of my work is actually with ministers. I have to help them handle their own administration and, ha- okay. and help them to see how to delegate much administration. And I just hear them saying to me, and administrators need to hear this, I hear ministers saying to me, I am just so grateful for Richard, Peter, Mary, Jane, whoever it happens to be. Yeah. Because they have released me for the ministry I, I came into, I wanted to come into. Mm-hmm. And I can just trust them. And, and reliability is a huge issue in, in, in this. Yes. I can yes. trust them just to get on with the stuff that I hate but has to be done and know it will be done. And that frees me and releases me and makes me stop worrying about all the little details. So quite often, it's just lovely to hear people, ministers say that to me. Yeah. So that to me, I think that's that's an answer to your question in the sense that rather than seeing a church, how do you measure a church is flourishing? It's it's always not not easy. No, it's not, Um, no. Uh, and again, I always measure it by, by the way, administratively, um, yeah. because many people say, well, you look at the church's worship. And I say, no, 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 you can fake worship. Um, <laughs> you look at church's giving, look at their financial giving. Yeah. You can't yeah. fake that. Yeah. Yeah. So there again, finance is a yeah. deeply creative administrative issue, which allows a church to flourish. And, yeah. and a good treasurer, sorry, aside from what you're asking, but a good treasurer yes. is, is a, an asset, spiritual oh, yes. asset for a church. Yeah. And, and pe- people need to hear that, don't they? Because you, you can be, be a treasurer for years and years and, and you know, think you're just ticking all the boxes. And, but actually, it is, it is vital. And like you're saying, it brings confidence. It brings an opportunity to grow. It brings, um, you know, clarity when we need to employ somebody and we want to uh, paid roles and develop yeah. those kind of things it, it it has a huge impact doesn't it and that's where faith comes in there was a treasurer in my own church um some years ago dear friend who used to say they, you know, we used to turn to him in a meeting and say well can we afford that and he would say no but if god wants it to happen it'll happen yeah nice. and it's that attitude of I, I, I'm a financier, I'm an accountant, um, I'm not going to be stupid about this, but I also have faith in God. Yeah, yeah. And it's working out that administrative, that, that accountancy principle of prudence. Yeah. 
with at the same time a faith in in God. Yes. I've seen churches raise huge sums of money for building projects and things like that, that that would would have been practically impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But somehow it's happened. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. I, think, I remember um, Pete Greasy, our senior pastor, saying that when they left the church to to start a new church, and uh, for for a whole range of reasons, which we won't go into now, but but the first Sunday that they took up an offering, um, you know, they left behind their building finances and everything, and the first Sunday that they, they gathered forty thousand um, pounds to start the church that we're in now, the first week, that you know, it yeah. just blew everyone away to, to think actually, you know, God meets the needs of the church and, and yeah. in that process of you know praying and 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 there being faith present it's it, it's, it was lovely to see it and yeah. you get to see that behind the scenes when you're administrator or you're involved yeah. in that behind the scenes where maybe not everyone would have known that in the church because somebody had to count that money yeah yeah someone had to go and bank it yeah <laughs> and, I, and i hope no one noticed that yeah you know, that, that's our principles in, in operation yeah. um no, absolutely right. Yeah, it's good. And I think uh, one of the things that I'm passionate about, John, is, and I have a lot of conversations with other ministers, is that that they think about they've got some funding and instead of going for somebody in a kind of more church administration or management role in some sort of part-time role or full-time where they can afford it, they often will go for a, a children's ministry worker or they'll go for a youth worker. And they think that those those aspects will secure the future for the church and, and a lot of investment goes into that um, and I'm not saying that's not needed because those roles are crucial but they they do overlook this role and um, I, I don't know whether you've got any thoughts on that. No you're absolutely right and some of my consultancy assignments with churches where the structure the staffing structure has grown but not balanced itself correctly yeah yeah so if you're going to appoint a new children's worker there's going to be a certain element of administration that goes with that either the children's worker has to do that themselves or you need to be thinking about increasing the administrative support ministry yes not by a whole person but just by the 10 percent or whatever is necessary to yes. enable that person to be a children's minister but as you say raising money for a new children's ministry is much easier than raising money for a new administrator Yes, it is. Yeah. It isn't quite so sexy, is it? Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what I usually say is, well, if you see it as a whole, see, you're appointing an administrator. You're not trying to raise money for an administrator. You're trying to raise money for a children's ministry that needs administering. Yeah. And yeah. see it in that way around. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. John, just another question just come to mind. Um, you were saying about working with ministers and supporting them in their own administration. Um, what degree do you think ministers should be able to self-administrate themselves? Because there's, there's almost a call in scripture, isn't there, yep. to be able to administer your own gifting. Um, you know, if they can't set a preaching rotor or they can't organise themselves, you know, and those kind of failures are. Um, how important is that? And how have you worked with, with ministers to improve their skills in those areas? Quite a lot of my training, <clears throat> up until COVID anyway, mm -hmm. um, it was with ministers on self-organization, self-management. Okay. Um, not time management. I don't like that phrase. You can't manage time. Well, you can manage it. Time is, is given to us as a gift by God. It's how yes. you manage yourself within that yes. time. So a lot of my work is that. Now, it seems to me that everybody needs to be have enough organizational ability to handle themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um not necessarily for to be doing all the administration of the church, but you, there's a certain element need to actually think, how do I run a diary system? Um, yes. How do I turn up for the right engagements at the right time? How do I save not on Saturday night being in a panic because I haven't got Sunday's sermon ready? Um, <laughs> when actually for most ministers, as I often tell them, their job is actually to be interrupted. They, they are, that, that is part of their ministry. Yeah, to be available, yeah. Yeah, so I think, to me, a, a minister who says they're hopeless at basic administration, I actually quite, I, I like that because <clears throat> then we can give somebody else to help them, but they've got to learn how to do it for themselves, what they need to do of their own life. When an minister says, well, I'm actually a gifted administrator, my heart sinks mm. because they actually then tend to meddle in the administration yeah. of the church. That's and, true. And they may be able to do it better. That's, that's the trouble sometimes. Yeah. 
but actually we've ordained them or whatever or licensed them to do something yeah. different and, and yeah. they need to be able to do that so we all need a, an element of self-administration and that's where i want to help people with very basic things like you know how, how do you actually handle a workload that is so sporadic and so pressured and so uncontrollable mm-hmm. um you know someone rings in my husband's just died and you look at your diary and say well i've got a gap in four weeks time i'll pop round and see you then yeah. it's not a very yeah. pastoral way of looking at bereavement yeah. so okay you say if that is an emergency if they're the right person to do it there's some big ifs here mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. if it is urgent then what do you how do you reorganize your diary to fit round the crisis or the, yeah. whatever it happens to be and we don't give ministers very much training on that. You know, no, we don't. We teach no. them New Testament Greek and Hebrew and Old Testament Hebrew, and we teach them preaching, homiletics, and, and ethics. But there isn't very much on the basics um, yeah. of self-administration. Yes. Yeah, that that's that's really really helpful because. Um, yeah, you pick up on a really important point there is that I don't think I've met any ministers who've had a module about, you know, managing themselves and managing a church um, in their training. You know, even even local colleges here that are Brinterian and others, they, they, they haven't included those sections or haven't thought about their or they might be optional extras in the summer program or something. Yeah. And, and, and so the priority is is gone. But um, lots of these ministers go into new situations where they haven't learned those, you know, it's it's almost, yeah. it's, it's a perfect storm, isn't it? You know, they don't have the experience and the training to manage themselves. They don't have the experience of what it looks like to manage a church. And you go into a church where we've done it this way and they're not particularly, you know, open to a huge amount of change. Um, so new ministers going into roles, it, you know, the ability to seek out some training that you offer and some coaching is is essential, isn't it? In 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 that. Well, so I, I have trained in a number of in a number of theological colleges, um, and Bible colleges, for, for usually with one day in the final year of the students. Okay. At least there's one day, John. <laughs> I say, what can I do in one day? <laughs> um, but um, and some of them come back to me and say that was that was the one bit of training that was really practical and useful for the for the work we're going into. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we know all the important biblical stuff, but we actually yes. need to be able to to handle it yes. in a way that makes sense. So I, I think I would love to see more a more serious approach to um, practical administration yeah. in, in in our minister training, yes. not because they're going to do it all. Yes. it needs to be trained to how to delegate it to others yeah that's good so that they can handle themselves and that's a uh, that's an important distinction yeah yeah that's that's really good that is that is a really helpful um and important yeah distinction indeed um i mean one of my passions from the church office is is you know i love the fact that you can network is is serving churches and serving um, people in these roles but i've got a similar passion to you john where i've come across ministers in wales that that don't have these understandings and don't have um, the opportunities and conversation after conversation of, you know, talking to people about these things um, is great. And I'd love to see like a, a senior minister and a church administrator conference. I don't know if you've ever, if it's ever been done before, well, but I, actually I, to bring I, the two together. Yeah, I've run a number of, of administrator and minister conferences together. Oh, really? Uh, and you get them coming together. Uh, you give them some work to do beforehand, which they're not allowed to see the the answers of the other person. Okay. Um, yeah. So how's the relationship working out? You know, and things like that. And, yeah, yeah. And then it, you sit in there on a day, and if you're leading the day as I am, it, it's terrifying because anything could happen. Um, but you you give them some quality training altogether. Yeah. And you get them in their pairs or threes sometimes. Yeah. Working at it, um, and listening to how the other person views them. Mm-hmm. The administrator needs to hear the minister saying they appreciate them, and they may not be very good at doing that day to day. Yes, yeah. And the minister needs also to be saying, but it would be so much better if you could actually do things in this way, or, or yeah. I'm actually irked by the way you're doing things here. Yeah. And the administrator yeah. that needs to say, well, I'm actually irked by the way you do this. You know, <laughs> it's not quite marriage related. <laughs> yes, training, yeah. 
but it's 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 not far off. So I've done a few of those, and 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 that's yeah, people have been really appreciative of them. I, I can imagine. I you know when I was thinking about, it, I thought this would be a great thing in Wales. You know, because in Wales there are a lot of voluntary people who are doing yep. these roles, and so the communication, the relationship breaks down even more than than two people that are working together in, in a kind of scenario yes. that we're saying. So yep. it's um yeah well maybe we just need to get you to come into Wales, John, and start a whole load. Well, maybe of you need to do training. it. Then, well. Yeah, I, I would love to. I, I, you know, my my passion is to to support churches and 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 I love it that you can go in, John, and, and you probably experience this on a day to day where you go in and you do a two hour session with someone or you sit and talk to a minister, and they go away and start to implement it, and then you hear members or you see on their website changes, and then you have conversations six months later, and and things have moved on just by a simple conversation, you know. Yeah. Um, and it seems so basic to us, but actually it really is profound for those who hear it sometimes. Yeah. No, it's really exciting when you do a consultancy and find the church is taking things on board and really making a, a change afterwards. On the other hand, I do consultancies where things get blocked and, and okay. people say, well, that's a step too far. You know, we mm. actually prefer it back in Egypt rather than this promised land <laughs> yeah. he's directing us to. Yeah. Uh, and so history repeats itself. Yeah. Um, but what I am trying to do now a bit as I get as I move towards retirement is is, is get some of my training into print and as you know yes. I have a website with all sorts of materials on it. So yeah. I'm starting to get some of my training events now into a printed format. I, I love that. I think your website is brilliant, and I, obviously you've got a, a passion for cats as well because I love all the comics and and I can imagine <laughs> you've got a stroke in a cat at home, John. Uh, we don't now. We used to. We don't. We don't now. Um, <laughs> Uh, that came about. That comes about from the idea of a church mouse. Sorry, to those who don't understand, that yeah. there's cartoons on my website. I've got to get some sort of pictures into it and some fun into it somehow. And my artist has. We, we worked on the basis that churches have mice, so you have a church mouse, and therefore you have to have a church cat. Yeah. Um, and therefore a cat appears with a mouse on, on, <laughs> on, on many of the cartoons my artist has drawn, including those with a computer where you have a real mouse as a mouse. If you see what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, Love that. But. Um, You've got a huge amount of resources on your website. I mean, I was when I first logged on and just spent I spent an hour just looking through stuff. I was blown away by, you know, the the depth of of topics, a range of topics. You know how uh, useful they are. You know, John, you you make them available for free. Um, you know, I I just think what you're doing there is just wonderful. It is well just to explain. Yeah, my website has a resources section with almost two hundred items of print now. Um, yeah, it's huge. Uh, I'm afraid that they're, they're non-tech in that they're print, that, that they're not interactive or exciting, things like that. Um, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to be able to pass on a lifetime of, of, of passionate work in administration. Yeah. And God's been so good to me uh, and given me a taste of so many different things that I'd hate it to die with me. So passing on UCAN to a new team was, was yeah. so encouraging yeah. because the work can now expand in a way it could never have done with me yeah um and i'd like to think that through a legacy leaving of, of print I, I can leave some of my ideas about creativity and administration in how it handles so they're there if anybody you know if you go onto my website um anybody can log into the resources section and, and take anything there yes it's all free uh, i just wanted to be available to the church I, I love that and i think we've taken the same premise on the church office is to try and make all of our resources free you know and I, I've seen other people in America and stuff badge them or, or charge a subscription fee or anything like that. I just think, you know, this for me is gospel ministry to be able to serve yeah. a church who, who it would take them days to put together a policy where they can go and look at some examples. Yeah, I'm really excited from what I've seen, Gavin, of the stuff you're putting on. So, you know, when uh, people want a, a policy on something, that at least something is to work from. Yeah. Uh, you can do something a bit similar and with their forums and things like that and some of their articles. Yeah. I'm in on my website not doing so much things like um, pro formers, which, which you're doing. Yes, that's right. Uh, I'm doing much more general overview, looking at things, trying to change a mindset. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think the materials are great. And for anyone who's listening or, or, or watching this, please check out John's uh, John Trescott's website. Um, you just need a Google Church Administration and you come up straight away, don't you? You're uh, OK, well, try the, John Trescott. Google John Trescott. And... Yeah, John Trescott. Okay, and, and it's .co.uk, isn't it? I think, isn't it? And um, um, I think John, John we've had... Yeah, it's John-Truscott.co.uk. Yeah, great. 
so so please definitely check that out um and and look at those those resources and if you're thinking about doing some training or i've looked at some stuff on there john for welcoming and, and just things that, that you can go through with your teams or volunteers it's it's really 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 helpful um john just before we finish um what advice have you got for church administrators who are starting um or are new into post um and maybe lack a bit of confidence or a little bit of you know knowledge and can identify some training needs themselves what would what one bit of advice could you give from all your experience one bit of advice is a bit restrictive it is <laughs> as much advice as you like <laughs> give it to us all give say, us all your wisdom here okay okay um First thing, remember God values your ministry. Yeah. That, may, that message may not come through in your church. Yes. If it does, that's great. But if it doesn't, God values your ministry. So what you're doing is of value in the kingdom. Yeah. So uh, that is the foundational thing I think I'd want to say. Yeah. Um, and then don't be frightened to be a fool for God. I.e. be passionate, put the chair straight, you know, as we were talking about, we laughed about it. Yeah. Um, other people may laugh at you, but let them. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And whatever you do, seek, can I introduce the word reliability? Yes. We live in an age where we ask people to do things and very often it doesn't happen. And a Christian administrator has to be proved to be trusted and to be reliable. Mm -hmm. And therefore, devise systems for yourself. I mean, I've got a rotten memory, but if I slip up on something I'm supposed to remember, it ruins my entire ministry. So I have to invent systems for myself and writing things down and stuff like yes. that. Yes. Um, I had to remember to log on at 10 o'clock this morning, you know, to, to this. <laughs> um, so I have an alarm clock going at 9.45 you know, <laughs> because I'm in the middle of something else and I'm passionate about it, you know. Um, yeah. So. Um, don't be afraid to do that. Um, but I want to say, even if your church doesn't respect it, this is Christ's work yes. for his kingdom. And your satisfaction needs to be not in people praising you, mm -hmm. but in people praising the one who's now been set free to do the work that they couldn't have done if you hadn't done your stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that's humbling. But actually, it's deeply satisfying yeah. if, if you get, if you, if you, if you, yes. it burns in you about how yeah. this ministry for God can enable somebody else to shine. Let them shine. Mm. God gets the glory. You'll be rewarded in due course. Yeah. Yeah. You have to see it through that lens, don't you? Yeah. Living for the glory of God, living for, for the audience of one is one way that you could describe <laughs> yes. it. And, um, and remind yourself of that isn't it and uh, and yeah fuel yourself on the gospel you know it's so easy to uh, to put the gospel aside and think about all the things that practical things that i need to do but actually the gospel fuels everything that we do isn't it yeah. and making those connections to the gospel um is, is so important yeah. um, but also meet up with other administrators you know link in with the church office um yes. do do things like that because that'll encourage you and support you and help you see you're not alone um, and so often, when we first started that ministry back in all those years ago, each administrator was on their own. They, they knew of nobody else doing some stuff like they were doing. And even in the valleys of South Wales, that that can be true too. And I've done plenty of work yeah, yes. up the valleys um, in churches there. And it's administration is, is not um, necessarily the thing that comes to the fore uh, in many of those little chapels and churches. Um, so if you're on your own doing something like this, you know, do link up through you, Gavin. I think you're doing brilliant work in, in Wales. Um, Thank you. And I would want to say, you know, link up with others, um, be part of a network. That's why UCAN is there to encourage and help other people yeah. and realise that you're part of a huge team that you just didn't, you didn't may not have realised existed. Yeah, yes. They're there in God's army. Yeah, absolutely right. And there are conferences and there are ways to link in for, for ministers, aren't they? And and take the opportunity to link into to UCAN, to look at John's resources, to look at the church office resources. And it's it's wonderful that there are 
different places that you can go and get different perspectives yeah. and yeah. and one of the strengths in UCAN is that you've got this huge range of different churches and different yeah. denominations if, if whether you're an operations person or a very junior assistant administrator but you're, you're on a church staff in that sense do join UCAN UK Church Administrators Network just google them it'll come up yeah um, churchadministrators.net is their their website now what they're doing is brilliant and I can say that because I'm not part of it anymore apart from yeah. one small part of it um, my, my materials are there to use if you want to link onto my website and Gavin your website too is is I'm really excited at what you're doing because you're producing really practical stuff that'll cut people's time yes. when, they, when they've got to devise something yeah and, and so often people write to me email me and say John we've got to do this in our church where can we go for help and what I do at that point is go onto Google and type in whatever they've asked for and up come all the answers. And I send it back to them and say, here's some ways you can help. And I'm thinking, why didn't you do this in the first place? <laughs> they think I'm wonderful. They think I'm absolutely wonderful. I can't with all these answers. Yeah. So don't be frightened to use the, the church office and, and all the sort of resources now at the disposal. Um, I float off into retirement in the next few years. Um, uh, although I'd love to keep writing on my website. So I want to keep writing in retirement. Um, uh, well, we want to keep hearing so, it, John. Yeah, I, I think um, you just... Do use what's available and use other yeah. people's expertise. Yeah, absolutely. Linking and do that. Um, John, just before we go, I, you know, I do want to say thank you on behalf of, you know, everyone that's worked with you and, and who's gone to your website. Um, you know, there's a there's a wonderful gift that you've got and, and, and there's been a pioneering role that you've done to establish so much um support and structure out there for church administrators and i think it's you know one thing that just strikes me is this your wonderful humility um that you you know you passed on administry and supported that and then where there's some changes needed some input you gave the input and then you developed you can and you've passed that on and i, I just think what what comes out is that you're doing this for christ and you love um christian ministry and the you know you want church administration to be full of excellence and we love that and i love your example and i just getting the opportunity to talk to you and hear you talk about it is just your passion and your creativity just comes across and and i, and I hope the other way around gavin as well just yeah talking to you don't worry <laughs> uh so if you if you're listening to this on the podcast then then check out the video because you know just to see john and and, and, and see his passion is is lovely and, and so oh, encouraging very, very geriatric face um, oh no you look you look better than i do john oh come off it <laughs> so the future for you is writing more stuff and, and enjoying yep. your retirement and and um well know. i'm keeping going for a few more years yes yeah i'm not promoting myself anymore i'm letting and I'm, therefore i'm working a bit less hours than i used to um yeah but i should just go on doing consultancy work that i'm asked to do um but you know more, let that lesson others will take over um, but i'd love to keep writing I've still yeah. got lots of things to write. Great. Well, John, thank you so much for your time. And uh, we've recorded this over Zoom. So if you've at any point had any trouble with the audio, then then apologies. Um, I'm sure we'll get together in the future, John. I'd love to be able to do that. I'll come and visit you uh, wherever you are and, and stick a camera in front of you and learn more from you because we've got so, so much to learn from you. Um, well, I'll, I'll take you into the sitting room and give you some chairs. No, that'd be great. Yeah, as long as they're straight, you know, and uh, yeah, and, and there's quality cake as well. That's that's the important part of church life, isn't it? <laughs> well, thank you for your time, mate. Yeah, and thank you, the, Gavin. And, and all power to your elbow for all you're doing. God bless. God bless. Take care. Okay.